Chimo. Mechimo ba. How many of us were here on Thursday? You heard the message. You were blessed by the message. Okay, go back and go and listen. Okay. Okay, I want you to get up every morning conditioning your world, conditioning your life. I spoke about how it is true that we do commanding your day and everything and we grow. It's important what we do. And I said, when the time comes where I give the window, Shepherd, Moses give the window that it's time for you to declare what you want to see today. Make sure you truly declare. Hallelujah. Yes. Because it is a blessing to have the word of God in your life. And this morning, the Lord has blessed us with such opportunities. With such opportunities. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Serving the Lord joyfully and with gladness of heart. This, this reality or this, this thing that people do of serving God gladness of heart is something that I want to show you when you decide to become faithful, when you decide to sacrifice, when you decide to become selfless God blesses you praise the Lord I said God does what? yes I want to show you if it is not in scripture Amen. we can't talk about it but once it is in scripture it means that it is required of us to look at it and believe in it and go by it. Hallelujah. Last week I spoke to you about how the resurrected Jesus reveals his new life. But the incarnated Jesus relates to us as a master and a servant. So all his parables, a man, a certain man, a certain rich man, a certain master, a certain servant. And that is one of them we are going to look today. look at today. Hallelujah. Now, I want to introduce to you the wages of God. Yes, the wages of God. God gives pay. Yes. Some people don't know. And you see, this one, if it comes from, <clears throat> excuse me, Paul, we can say Paul is talking from his mind. This one, Jesus himself said it. And he gave us scriptures from other places. And I'd like us to look at this. John 4, 36. I'm talking about you will receive good wages as a servant. You will receive good wages as a servant. That is the title. You will receive good wages as a servant. And he that reapeth receiveth wages. And gathereth fruit unto eternal life. That both he that soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice together. Changer la version. I want synonyms for this word wages. Even now, the people who harvest the crop are being paid. They are what? It, it is not a payment that has passed. They are being, yes, yeah, so there's a continuous payment going on for those who are winning souls, for those who are serving the Lord, for those who are doing things for, he said they are being paid. It's not a past thing. It is continuous. 
Yes, present continuous. They are gathering crops for eternal life. So now, the people who plant can be happy together with those who harvest. There's a payment scheme. It is going on. But a lot of people don't know it. <clears throat> and, and as I'm talking about this, understand that the Lord is inviting you to be paid by him. Let me show you something. Be the banker you are. Be the secretary you are. Be the engineer you are. Do the work that you do, but make sure you are paid by God also. Because if you have to live by what you earn alone, a bedding, it will be very difficult for you. The reason why I'm saying this to you is because nobody's pay in Ghana is able to take care of them adequately, except the person is a thief. Or they own their own business. And they pay themselves the way they like. But if you have to be blessed of God, if you have to live above the economy, God must be adding you some money from somewhere. Yes. He must be giving you some money through some channels and some means. Legal. But you see that you have the money to enjoy your life. And this is what I'm talking about. A lot of people don't know that God pays. And you see the process of payment is going on. It, it has not ended. It is continuous. Changer la version. Let's look at it. And the harvested are paid good wages. <laughs> you, you won't serve the Lord and then the Lord will pay you half. You won't serve the Lord and the Lord will give you peanut. You won't serve the Lord and the Lord will say, take small. No. He really, really gives. <clears throat> he really, really gives. He gives you big. He makes sure that you are paid well. Mm, he pays you well. He said the fruit they harvest is people brought to eternal life. And yet he said once, yes, yes, we can't play, no, yes, yes. The fruit they harvest is people brought to eternal life. What joy I will await both the planter and the harvester alike. That is why I told you, come let us win souls no matter what. Yesterday I explained to you, there are people who are passing. What we are doing is that we are watching them, right? Others are passing. They've never heard what we are talking about before. We are sowing the seed. The Lord says, a time will come. The one who plants and the one who harvests, both of them will have joy alike. You will be blessed. You see, for the person to be transformed and be born again is not dependent on you. However, for the person to be born again, it is dependent on your preaching. So, you cannot cause conviction. In other words, you cannot say, me preach it by force for Yesu. No. It is the work of the Holy Spirit. Allow that work to be done by him. However, yours is to plant or water. What is planting? Going to sow the seed of the word of God. Telling them, be born again. What is watering? Reminding them that guy, there's eternal life. Some people do, don't have a reminder. So they, in fact, 
They heard it once and no one has reminded them. So it, they, they did not come to the light of God's goodness. So they die and go to hell. The Lord said the one who plants and the one who waters, they are both, they are both. The one who harvests, they are both. So there are times where you must go and, 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 and plant. There are times you must go and harvest. It is the Lord who determines how it goes. However, go. So you can step out without knowing what will happen in the day. However, you are doing that. Why? Because the Lord has told you to do so. Yesterday, we were here winning souls, preaching, or shouting like some people didn't come. Some people didn't come. But he has made us to understand the harvested are, the harvesters are paid what? Good wage. I said they are wages. Oh. Hmm. They are wages. And oftentimes the way God wages come is this. You can be doing his work until he says, today is the day I want to show you my glory. And you'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. Every time I ask this question, do you know, do you know how many years people pack money in order to buy a small car? Some people don't know. Oh, yes. Some people will work and pack money. And when they buy the car, they'll be rolling the car key on their fingertips like this. Others to get the best of the cars without, they, they don't struggle for it. Why? Because the Lord gives good wages. And that is what I don't want us to miss. Tell your neighbor, he pays well. Say, God pays well. Now, when it comes to God's payment, there are all kinds of payments. Number one is good health. Number two is provision. Number three is luxury. And I want to show you these things I'm talking about. See the mature or no? There are times where people fight to get some things and they never get. There are times where the people who don't fight for it, for it God fights to give it to them. Do, do, do you get the difference? iPhone you see. So you want an iPhone. You will fight you will fight and only buy iPhone 6, which is obsolete. It came 14 13. Why? The reason is because vision you're poor. vision they're very, very small. And let me tell you the truth. I'm, I'm coming to a very, very wonderful scripture this morning. You see, I've always said this. Don't chase your dreams. Chase Jesus. He will make your dreams come to pass. Jesus. Hey. Listen to me again. Listen to me again. If the Lord has told you, do A for me, do B for me, you are blessed. You don't have a problem. You are blessed. Do you understand? If the Lord called you to be a banker, be a banker. There's a reason why he put you there. But you see, when you are there being a banker, it is not about counting the money. Souls must be involved. Did you get what I said? I said, who, what is involved? Yes, 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 yes. So don't get there and forget. Because when you make your priority, your life, your enjoyment, your glory, your victories, your success, you enjoying life, you always struggle to make it happen. I'm telling you. And oftentimes, 
You will have to step on people's toes. You will have to cause pain. You have to do all kinds of things. Sometimes even you yourself will go through pain before you get to that place and try to enjoy. But when the Lord decides to bless you, he will push you into arenas that you cannot fight for. He will push you into arenas that you don't deserve. However, when he gives it to you, he protects you there. So there are people who got things by fighting for it. And there are people who got them by just entering and enjoying it. It came to them by grace. And that's what I want you to see. Praise the Lord. He said the harvesters are paid good wages. And the fruit they harvest is people brought to eternal life. What joy awaits both the planter and the harvester alike. Changer la version. And he who is reaping doth receive a reward. And doth gather fruit to life age during. That both he who is sowing and he who is reaping may rejoice together. Changer la version. Which one again? I am a kind New Testament. Menfa and YLT Mbawe. Except by me kind Old Testament for YLT, bra. Or a Hebrew scholar, or a Greek scholar. He that reapeth receiveth wages and gathereth fruit unto life eternal. That he that he that soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice alike. I want this scripture to resonate in your spirit. God peace. God peace. Now look to your neighbor. Tell them, my neighbor, God pays. Has he paid you this month? Ask, ask. The week just ended. We are starting a new week. Did he pay you last week? Let me give you a sign that God is paying you. When everywhere you turn, men are willing to give you something. Even when you don't need it. It is a sign that God is paying you. Uh. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Eh? Are you hearing what I'm saying? I said, let me show you a sign that God pays you. You get to a place. Every week, somebody is giving you something. Every week, somebody is giving you something. It's not like you need it. It's not like you are asking for it. But before you could ask, the thing comes to you. It is a sign that God has started paying you. If I were you, I would intensify whatever I'm doing. Praise the Lord. I can talk about types of wages, but I'm not going to do that. And I've, I just summarized them in three parts. I said, he pays in luxury. Eh? Something that is precious to the person. Somebody will buy something that is very, very precious to the person and luxurious and not be able to use it but be commanded by God to give it to you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm telling you, oh, yes. Then he can move you from that place. Then he bring you to the middle part. Things that are expensive. Luxury is things that are extravagant. You get it? But the expensive ones are things that you need but of higher quality than the moderate ones. Then he can bring you into that realm too. 
So any, he decides that anytime he has to give you something from today, he's not going to give you lower than this quality. Sometimes we think that we know better than him. It's just that we don't know that he has the gradient. Yes, he has. And then there are times too, he just gives you the necessities, what you need. Listen, if you like, look at your life. Sometimes God will bring you something that you yourself, even if you have the money you won't buy. <laughs> have you experienced it before? Yes. If left to you, Kai, where the baby from? But before you notice, they bring you the thing and you are wondering, hey. <laughs> like a pastor whose wife, a pastor's wife, that the pastor went to UK and bought her lingerie. Lift her that and then yeah. They mentioned the pants. They say, ah, in the manner, go here, my color. Do you understand? On our share lingerie, you know, Brazil, and the pants, you know, a size, a price, you know, say, kai, we did it. This is how life is. I'm telling you, there are times, eh, God will, will bundle the most expensive thing and give it to you. It is a wage. It is a wage. It is a wage. Don't lose sight of it. There are times I've had people come to me and give me 10 CD. Oh, pastor, take. I say, thank you. God bless you. Let's pray. And I pray with them. There, there are times these people have come and given me more than 10 CD. Why? Because this is how God determines it. I said, God pays. So whatever you are doing, put God in the center and let your dreams revolve around it. Don't let your dreams be the center and God revolving around it. Put God in the center and let your dream flow around it. So that when you cannot do something for God, you are pressured. But when you cannot do something for your destiny or your dreams, your visions, don't be pressured. Because when you do for God, he can make your visions and your dreams come to pass easily without struggle. I know they are fact. It cannot be overemphasized. Praise the Lord. So I've shown you the scripture. God pays. Tell your neighbor, God pays. Make sure he pays you. Oh, tell another one. Make sure he pays you. Say, God pays. Make sure that you are doing what you have to do so he can pay you. Now, somebody will ask, does that mean that I'm you are throwing grace away? I'm not saying that. You'll be perfectly fine. I'm going to show you scripture. Let me go there quickly, quickly. The next thing I want to talk about is this. God makes a difference, a distinction between those who serve him and those who don't serve him. They are not the same. People who serve God, people who don't serve God, they are not the same. Last week, Osofi Mami taught us that <laughs> when people, some people are about to die and God will move heaven and earth to save them. Some people are about to die and God does not care to save them. The only thing he cares about, they are saved. When I say save them, to make sure they still live on the earth. That's what I mean. Because the existence on the earth is as useless as an ant to a man. Because the ant will even eat some things from the ground and make sure that it decomposes and go through a cycle and bring some nutrients to the soil. But some people, when they live, it's like me, myself, my wife, and my children. Me, myself, my wife, and my children. Me myself, my wife, and my children, they can pay children's school fees. They never endeavor to pick one street boy to say, let me pay your school fees. 
And guess what? Because you pay the child's school fees, you, may, you can introduce the child to Christ. But on yet. On yet. No, 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 no. You don't do that. You, you see, you must live for God. He makes a distinction. <laughs> As children, we are the same. But when it comes to grace, we are never the same. Tell your neighbor, say, we are not the same. When it comes to grace. Oh, yes, yes. As we speak now, some people, I'm at a level. I'm at a level, and I've seen it in my life. But I know people that when people want to dash their money, or when God decides to pay them through the channel of men, nobody brings them less than 50,000 Ghana CD. That is a gift for them. May that be your story. Women, no women, may that be your story. Me pacho wa kai men so so wan som na won ka ho. Now notice I'm talking about a servant here serving the Lord. I'm not talking about people who just say amen. No. And I'm telling you, yes. Yes, I'm not just saying say amen. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm telling you about people who serve him. And I'm telling you because of ah I know a man. The the Lord told him, have you seen this pastor? He's struggling. He just started ministry. Pay him for one year. Then he gathers money. Pay him. Sometimes he'll be struggling to gather the money in the month. But you gather the money and pay the man. Then the man asked him, who asked you to be giving me this money every month? He said, God told me that I should pay you every month for working for him. He said, if I don't pay you, so take this pay every month and he paid him for a month for a year after a year the Lord said now let me visit you with my goodness suddenly the in, he himself he stopped attracting that 5,000, 10,000, 5,000, 10,000 he stopped before he noticed he started one day he was there and somebody said they won't give him a gift this gift there is too small for him so they gave it to his wife guess how much 100,000 Ghana city check Tell your neighbor, God pays. He pays well. Are you serving? <laughs> Listen, the person came and said, this money I want to give to you is too small, so I'll give it to your wife. I said, when you serve the Lord, when you serve the Lord, when you serve the Lord, you will never ever be on the low side. It is just a fact. And I want to make it plain to you. Malachi chapter 3 from verse 17 to 18. Look at this scripture. Malachi chapter 3 from verse 17 to 18. I said God makes a distinction between those who serve him and those who don't serve him. Even now, where are we? Uh -huh. And they shall be mine, saith the Lord of hosts. In that day, when I make up my jewels and I spare them as a man spareth his own son that serveth him. He's a son that does what? He serves him. So it is one thing to be a son. It is another thing to be a son that serves. To be a son is normal. Everyone can be born again and everyone can go to heaven. You will get there. And let me quickly tell you this. When you get to heaven, it is not the fact that you are born again that will make, you, that will make sure that you are celebrated in heaven. No, 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 no. No, no, no. It is your works on the earth that will make you celebrated in heaven. So he said he is a son, yet he served him. Next verse. 
Where's the next verse? It's coming in. I believe you. Then you will again see the difference between the righteous and the wicked. Between those who serve God and those who do not. Changer la version. I want you to know this. I have seen the blessing of the Lord. And I've always said, I think ambition is a good thing. But be careful when your ambition is about you. Your ambition is to make yourself great. Your ambition is to make a name for yourself. What it means is that you'll be so fixed in life and caught up with the difficulties of life, you will have to step on people's toes. You will have to fight people. You have to break people's back. You have to backbite and frontbite, headbite. You will have to beat people in order to make it in life because you don't have support from God. When you, somebody draw your 20-year plan, you mean me center. Corner page, even in the corner of the page, God is not there. What do you want to do in the next 20 years? I'll travel Dubai. From Dubai, I'll go to Kuwait. From Kuwait, I'll go to a, Oman. From Oman. Oh, Arab countries. <laughs> And then from there, where do you go to? I'll go to Egypt, from Egypt, Morocco, from Morocco, Tunisia. What will you be doing? Eating spices. Hey, brother. Eating spices. Is that what you want to do? Listen, anytime you have to draw your life's plan, make sure that God is in the center and every other thing is revolving around it. I said, because when you fail at your dream, he's able to restore that dream. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. When you don't do well, trying to do well for yourself, he can restore you so you can do well. I told you about the guy who has been doing some finishes in Ghana and he works for big, big men. He works for his pastor. I said, if this is what you do for the men around me <laughs> and I have to pay you, like I, I would have blasted you already because your work is not good. But the guy's turnover every year is over 10 million Ghana City. Please listen to me today. I'm your pastor. I'm telling you that your hard work for your life will never pay you as much as your hard work for God. What did you do to be rich? I work hard. I work hard. It's for another day. Let's move on. Look at what he says. Verse 18. You people, you people will come back to me and you will learn the difference between good and evil. You will learn the difference between someone who, follow, who follows God and someone who does not. Changer la version. Which one is this? Mm -hmm. I'm waiting. And you will again see the distinction between the righteous and the wicked. Between those who serve God and those who do not. It is a fact. God has said it in scripture. He makes a distinction between those who serve him and those who do not. We can't hide it. We can't lie about it. Praise the Lord. Now I've shown you enough of this scripture. Let's go to Isaiah. Isaiah 65 from verse 13 to verse 14. Isaiah 65. Do you remember your mother used to get up and pray? 
How many of you remember? Let me see your hand. How many of you remember? Some of you don't remember. And your fault. Oh, mommy, and yet. How many of you remember you used to see your mother go for midweek meetings, prayer meetings, all night? Let me see your hand. Why are you not doing what your mother did? I mean, when you two change your sign, yes, No, you can't do that. You can't do that. Have you noticed that your mother, oftentimes things were difficult, but look at the way you turned out. That was God's reward to your mother that you will not be on the wayward side. You will not be a castaway that you will not fail. That is the reward God gave to your father that you will do well. It is part of the payment plan of God. Have you seen that? When some people say, I have money, I'll take my children to the rich school and they will do well. And they rely on that one alone. They will finish and pay a lot of school fees and come back and find out that their, their children who have gone to expensive schools are, are practically fighting over the same jobs with somebody who attended Saito. No, no, look at it. Look at it. Have you not seen it? Uh, the only difference is that I'm a for no one. And one no. But in Listen to me carefully. Listen, I said, yes, because when God is blessing you, he makes sure that the blessing is complete. Oh. Learn to serve God now. So that your children will grow to just enjoy the goodness of God. Oh, yes. 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 I'm telling you the truth. Look at it. It says, therefore, that saith the Lord God. Behold, my servants shall eat. Tell somebody, God's servants, they eat. Oh. <laughs> they eat. <laughs> Scriptures, we need Bible one. Come and Come me preach and they preach. Come me preach. How would I have preached this message? But I like the scriptures. My servant shall eat, but ye shall be hungry. Behold, my servant shall drink, but ye shall be thirsty. Behold, my servants shall rejoice, but ye shall be ashamed. I say, God, he makes a distinction between those who serve him and those who don't. There is a clear distinction between them. Next verse. Behold, my servant shall sing for joy of heart, but ye shall cry for sorrow of heart, and shall howl for vexation of spirit. They don't have money, so they keep shouting. They just keep shouting everywhere, shouting. When you enter a place where there is money, everything's calm. Hello, what is it? We have the problem, we can solve it. We can solve it. It's not an issue. It's not an issue. How much is it? How much? How much? When you mention, it's okay, don't worry. Tomorrow, come and get the money. Or wait, wait, let me write you a check. They have solved the problem. Some serve God, some don't. So they have problems. Have you seen this scripture before? This is what I wanted to show you today. <laughs> it makes a distinction between those who serve him. Why are you about your life like that? You've been about your life and you've not produced anything. You, you mentioned sacrifice, faithfulness, and selflessness. Why are you about your life? You've not produced anything. And I'm a petty 
Last time I told you, I saw an antelope and a rhinoceros marrying. You know the antelope? The guy is the slim guy. He's the antelope. And the rhinoceros was the lady. She was Obolo. But they were marrying. I saw, I saw it. An antelope, a gazelle, and a rhinoceros. A hippopotamus. They were marrying. I was amazed why the antelope or the gazelle left the she gazelle or antelope to go and marry a rhinoceros or hippopotamus. When they asked her, she's a good girl. Why? I met her in church. Who is meeting you in church? What are you doing in church? Oh, we make sure that the chair is hot. Who told you we need warmest here? He makes a distinction. My brother, my sister, listen to me. I say he makes a distinction. You will keep fighting for everything you want to have in life. You will keep fighting for it. Yesterday, I deliberately went on the internet to go and look for videos. People who have achieved a lot of things and have thought that now it is useless. Guess the first video that popped up? Mike Tyson. Yesterday, I deliberately went to, I googled it to find out. And I saw the video. And the guy was interviewing about his works, all that he's done over the years. And he said, you are a champion. You are the best boxer, one of them. Arguably heavyweight no doubt look at all these belts you have and he picks this this is just garbage because of this belt he wanted to kill somebody's father after all the beating and everything that he himself has received and has beaten people now he picks the belt and say this is just garbage it is absolutely nonsense i said listen anytime you are you are being driven you are being driven to do something for yourself take your time please take your time take your time Per adventure, the devil is pushing you to misuse your energy. Take your time. Now begin to pray and ask, what would you have me do for you? Because there is, a, there is a blessing in that one than when you have to fight for yourself. I told you, when you are doing something for God and you know you are committed to doing it, you may be failing at your own. But it doesn't mean God will make you fail. He will uphold you. I'm telling you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You may be failing at your own, but God will say, no. I cannot allow my servant see failure. He will sustain. He will lift you. He will begin to take you to your rightful place. And it is clear. It's not everybody who is brilliant who makes the most money. It's not the ones who are wise who makes the most money. And the most successful in life are not the ones who used to cover their working class. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Have you seen the scripture? Have you seen the scripture? Now, me kind scripture and I'm saying, hey, say, BBC or Tresem. BBC or Bible more. So I started meditating. I started looking upon these things. And the Lord said to me, because some of you may not know, electrical engineer, the Lord told me, quit your job, come and start ministry full time. Focus on what I've called you to do. It was difficult for me. I kept on thinking, hey, what would this my friend say? Do you know that when I resigned, then calls started coming. More contracts. Oh, more contracts. There was a time I was controlling over 12 boys. Yes, I pay everyone every day. Literally. 
So I wasn't talking about small money. I've handled money doing my work before. But you see, the stress that came with it, the pressure, all of that, because I was trying to make things work for myself. I say, listen, anytime you are doing something, take your time and ask yourself, am I doing it for God? I'm doing it for myself. Because if it is for yourself, you will fail one day. And when you fail, who will hold you up? But when you are doing God's own and you fail at your own, he finds ways and means of lift, lifting you back. That is why your best bet is to be with God, doing something for God. Because as a servant, he will make sure that you never fail. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now I want us to look at the distinction between those who serve God and those who don't. Are you ready? Let's go to Luke chapter, chapter 15. Let's start from verse 11. And let's read downwards. Now look at it. I want to draw a, con uh, a contrast between two people. Now understand that this is a parable that Jesus himself told. And it's a parable of two brothers who had a, a wealthy father. And originally this story was spoken in regards to salvation. But I was meditating and the Lord said, look at it carefully. Something else comes out of it. So let's look at it. And he said, a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. So the father divided unto them his living. The father was still living, but the son said, One day, the property that you give to me in the future, give it to me now. I'm ready to go and enjoy it and eat it. The father said, okay, take. Then he gave it to him. And not many days after, the young son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. There, wasted his substance with riotous living. The question is this, where was he going to? He said he's going away, right? So, he had left the father. Now, don't forget, the two sons were all already with the father, meaning that in the light of what I'm teaching, they were already born again. Are you listening? They were already what? But one said, I will stay and work for my father in the field. The other said, give me everything that belongs to me and I'll go away. So he was going to look for what enjoyment is. So he had money. Then he went. I say, be a and when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land. Now notice something. The Lord makes a distinction between those who serve him and those who don't. When he went, a mighty famine arose in that land. This is a difficulty that will come to every man. There's a time that famine will come. There is a time. Famine will come. But the question will be this. What will you be doing during that time of famine? It was never recorded that with the, with the father there was famine. But with this guy, where he went to, there's famine. So now that a lot of us want to achieve things, because especially today, if you're a young guy and you don't drive a Benz, you are useless. Oh yeah. How many of you know what I'm talking about? 
Oh, yeah. A few people do. Uh, or the rest, you are pretending. You don't know that now they don't buy Corolla and they don't buy Camry. Me too, I drive a Camry. <laughs> eh? You don't know that. Now it is a Benz they buy. Benz, right? Yes. In the, where the 20 now need Benz, now you're useless. Yes, that is a fact. And, and at this point, I would like to branch small. want to talk about the girls who follow those useless things. So you don't know that you yourself, the economy shows that a 20-year-old boy should not be able to afford the Benz at his age. Your sense is not working. In front, you can't say, why do you need Why do The sense is not working. You don't know that there must be something fishy about a 20-year-old driving a Benz. You know my problem. There's a mechanic shop at my neighborhood there. All of them are parked there. They drive it for six months. Then they find out that the tie uses a module. Do you know what a module is? A computer. It reads the pressure of the tie and tells you it's time to pump it. <laughs> and then when they quote the price of the module, they can't pay. Then they, they pack the Benz there. One time a guy went to buy one Benz there. 10,000 10, 10, 10, Ghana City. A, a parking hall. You can't read the sense. At 20 years, you should be eager, using your energy for God. No. A person of want to be fornicating around. That is the life you know. You I remember, I told you, the guy I went to evangel, I told him, give your life to Christ. He told me, you all can no crap answer me. I said, ah, you say what? He said, I know that what you are telling me is the truth, but I won't, I won't accept Jesus. I said, why? He said, because I want to sleep with the women. I want to drink alcohol. I want to smoke. I want to party and I want to do some things. I know that if I follow you, I will not be able to do it. Last time I saw him driving a bicycle. <laughs> and the bicycle is not, he was riding a bicycle. And the bicycle is not a new bicycle. It's an old beating bicycle and the tires were wobbly. So I said, hey, you've not been able to get some of the girls. You've, for you know, I was bringing prosperity to his house. He didn't know. I said to serve the Lord. So this, this, this young guy went out to go and, and pursue pleasure. And that is what is killing men today. Please, let me tell you, if you're a young guy here and you learn how to zip your trousers, you will make money more. I'm telling you, I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you, I'm a man and I'm telling you. Oftentimes, guys who are focused on sex when they are young, they are not achievers. Ah. Maybe, maybe you don't know. When people are doing law, uh, Senna, when you are reading law, do you have time to go and talk to people? Uh, there's a lawyer there, another one there. <laughs> do you have time to go and talk to people? When you are reading, do you, do you the thing that is in front of you, the engineers, where are the engineers here? When there's pi r square before you and you have to run it through models and you have to run the mathematical processes, do you have time to go and talk about it? You see, that's why they reserve those courses for certain minds. Naji ni sex so ewo niyama papa so. Are you listening to me? Oftentimes, pleasure has driven a lot of people into, into media 
A guy, you are young. You want to drink alcohol and fall in the gutter. Me are the booze. Me are... She said, if you drink and you don't fall in the gutter, you've not drank. Me are the booze. I'm preaching to you. Listen to me. Listen. And don't be offended. Listen to me. If not, small time, you'll be walking about, Pastor, pray for me, pray for me. Jimmy, sir, I'm not my mouth. Listen to me. Yes, I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the very truth. I know what I'm telling you. Yes. I say, serve the Lord whilst you are young. When you are young, that is not the time to be seeking pleasure. Why do you think old men are weak and young men are strong? When you are old, that is when you want to give your strength to God. When you are, you are weak and you can't do anything and we don't know what to do with you. When you can't have an erection, that is the time you want to serve God. Listen to me. You know I'm talking about an erection? Because your erection represents your, your strength. If you can't have an erection, don't serve God. It's useless. Listen to me. I'm telling you the truth. When you get up and you see that in the morning, it is like this. That is the time to serve God. What it means is that you have strength to be able to exert for God. But not when you are old and you can't use it. Let's go, let's go for evangelism. Then you are walking like this. What are you going to say? I say, serve God now that you are young. You are 40, serve God. You are 50, serve God. Don't be 80, don't be 70. Your bones will be telling you, I can't go, I can't go, I can't go, I can't go. Yes, I'm telling you the truth. So focus your life, set yourself on course. This boy went about looking for pleasure. 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 You see a, a girl. She's fighting for Gucci bag. I'm not, if your father can afford it, bless God. If your husband can, bless God. You are blessed. But you see somebody. I mean, how can you? How? I mean, how? How? You look at a 50-year-old woman holding a Gucci bag, an LV bag. She has worked her life and she's been able to buy one or two. You want to change it. I'm a boss chick. I'm a boss. Because after you are humbled, you come, Pastor. Pastor. Pastor, I don't know. You know. You know. Don't tell me you don't know. You know. You know that when you were young, you didn't give your life to Christ. You know. You didn't give your energy to the things of God. You know. Tell your neighbor, I will serve God. Now that I'm young, tell, tell them I will serve God with all my strength and all my energy. I will serve him. Oh, yes. 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 And listen, like I told you before I started, the contrast is this. Both of them were the sons of the father. They were all born again. But one sought it wise to stay with the father and serve the father. One thought that what is, what is all this gold money doing? It is for spending. Let me go and spend. And God gave him his will, gave him his chance, gave him the energy to go and spend. And the mighty famine came in that land and he began to be in want. Listen, those who remain in the father's house, 
and serve him. They never ever experience want. That is the first distinction we see here. You, you, eh. Listen, there are some of you sitting here. The Lord has not called you to do 20 things. It's just one. He has told you, just pray for the church. Pray for the man of God. You'll be shocked how your life will be transformed when you carry out this obedience. When you carry out this, this instruction, you'll be shocked. Yes. Yes. He began to be in want. Was he ever said that the, the, the one who remained with the father ever was in want? No. Next verse. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. How? What is the meaning of a citizen of that country? What it means is that he had left his original abode to join with people who do not have the inheritance of God's goodness. They don't. Oftentimes, let me show you something. When you serve the Lord, the Lord directs the proper business to you. But when you don't serve the Lord, you notice that you have to struggle with people. Struggle with them. Before you notice, you are fighting uh, people who do juju. People who call your name and they spit on it in the night. People who call you to altars and shrines, mentioning your name. Before you notice, you are calling somebody who is against you, my brother. And everything goes down. Because why? God does not order the people who come around you. You join yourself to foreign citizens. People who are not your kindred. Now look at it. And he sent him into his fields to, to feed swine. Now notice, Jesus is speaking symbolically. Anytime you see the word swine, it talks about abomination. Not, the children of Israel, they don't keep swine because they don't eat swine. What are you keeping it for? They don't. Because when you come to the animal kingdom, the swine is the scavenger. You understand? Just like when you go to the insect kingdom, the termite is the scavenger. When you go to the bird kingdom, the, the vulture is the scavenger. Do you understand? They are, they are all in scripture. So you, I'm just showing you the patterns of scripture. So when it comes to the swine, they eat things that every animal will not eat. In fact, they enjoy it when it is rotten. Then he left his proper place. The second thing we see is that he left the covering of the father. When you serve your own purpose and don't serve God's purpose, the covering of God is no more on your life. That is why I was for my message. My brother-in-law, when he, when he was dying, in fact, I was in church. I was here praying that morning. My wife was at home. She, she, was, she had a dream. In the dream, I was he was in the room and I'm supposed to open the room for him and I held a bunch of keys and I'm, I was looking through to find the exact key to open him. I couldn't. I couldn't find it. He came to me and told me he saw himself in a dream. I was ministering prophetically and he was the one holding my bottle. He decided to come and join us and then the witch told him Nanaya is a small boy. Don't go. About three months later he died. Yes. I say, listen, there are people that when the, the enemy can he can bring his best arsenals to kill him. The enemy can cook up any story, any machination, any scheme to make sure that they pound them like fufu, divide them like sand 
and toss them all over the world like spices, no matter what, they won't die. I told you I saw myself. I was in a coffin, put in another coffin, in another coffin, and a coffin, and a coffin, and a coffin. About seven coffins, and they buried deep, 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 deep down in the ground, and they covered, they covered. All of a sudden, I, I screamed in the dream, and a hand brought me out. It's not time to die. Do you know how many people want me to die? Some of you, it's the witches in your family. Because when I lay hands like this, they say, Kai, Kai, Waji Akwalano. Yeah, they come up against me several times. Yes. That's why I don't lay hands on people who are not my church members anymore. If you are my church member, I know that I have the proper jurisdiction. Some people, their pastors ran away from their fight and they entered here. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm telling you the very truth. Yes, I'm telling you the truth. Yes. I say, when you leave the Father and you don't serve His purpose, you leave His covering. Because don't, don't forget, famine will come, difficulty will come. But who supports you? Who is keeping you? Who is making sure that you don't die? Who is making sure that you don't go down? And he would fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat. And no man gave unto him. Now look at something. Now he desired to eat that which is lower than him. Oftentimes, when you serve your own purpose and no serve God's purpose, you begin to live below the standard of God's glory for your life. Can I tell you something? No matter who you are, you cannot outgive God. Number one. Number two, no matter who you are, you cannot think of something more luxurious and pleasurable than what God has desired for you. Did you know about gold? You were born into this world before you found out that gold is one of the most expensive things. He put gold on the earth, in the earth that we should walk on them. I didn't know that you come, no. That this thing, the one that we used to marry, he put it under our feet. It's to let you know that the riches of God, nobody can determine how he flows and to what extent he must flow. He is the one who gives it. Are you listening to me? Are you listening? Tell your neighbor, serve God. It pays more than your work. So, so I'm telling you that the next point we see is this. Anytime people don't serve God, they begin to live below the standard of God's glory. And then the next one we see is that, and no man gave unto him. Why would men give to you? Why? Please, when you see me, don't envy me. I don't buy. I say I don't buy. If you see me buy a discount, <laughs> praise the Lord. Let me show you. I'd rather gather it and give it to somebody who needs it. Yes. Yes. But to say, I'm buying this one. Let me also feel. There be any margin. Whatever I have, I wear. Oh, yes. I'm telling you the truth. So if you see something new, it is a gift. I, and last time I told you, if every time you have to buy for yourself, you are poor. God is not paying you. Because oftentimes, the best of God is given free of charge. And no man give to him. Anybody who serves God, God makes sure that men give to you. Write it down. Men give to you. Next verse. 
And when he came to himself, thank God for coming to himself. What he means is that if you return, God will still bless you. When he came to himself, he said, how many hired servants of my father's have bread enough to, to enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger. Now he knows the difference. That servants eat. But those who run away go hungry. I say anytime you serve God, he makes a clear distinction between you and those who don't serve him. When you serve God, he will put you on this side, put them on the other side. Make sure that when it comes to you, nobody can touch you. I will arise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. Next verse. And I'm no more worthy to be called. Now he's meditating these things in his heart. To be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. Because now he knows that apparently to be a son is not even enough. A hired servant is better than being a, a son. That's what I'm telling you here. That you can be a son. But when you decide to work for God, now you become a son servant. And that one is even a more glorious position to be in. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion on him. Oftentimes, that's what God will show you. Compassion. And ran. Let me, let's do something quickly. Let me bring you to something. Have you noticed that sometimes you can be in need and you feel like, God, just come through already. How many have felt it before? But he looks like he too, he doesn't care. So if you if you save me, what are you waiting for? I mean, is it that I'm suffering and you like it? Come and do what you have to do. Eh? Give me the money. Let's solve the problem. And God is there. He's watching. Because the fact that you have a need does not mean that God will meet it. He meets the needs of, he's obligated to meet the needs of a servant. A guy had an accident on the motorway. Then he got out of the motorway without a scratch. And then people rushed on the motorway and said, <laughs> the, because the car had, it became like a ball. It tumbled over about four to five times. Became round like a ball. But his, there was no scratch on his skin. He just came out of the car. And when the people came, they said, let's get him out of the car. Let's get him out. Then he said, no, I'm the one. He said, hey. He looked at him. The pastor. I'm not saying God is keeping pastors alone. No. I'm saying that God is keeping those who serve him. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Uh -huh. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against thee against heaven and in thy sight and I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. Uh -huh. But the father said to his servant bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. <clears throat> now I explained this. I said the, the robe talks about his covering. Okay. When, when you don't serve God still you will look nice. It will not be bad. It will still look nice. It will, it will not be bad. It will not be bad. The next one, he'll give you the ring. The ring represents the name of Jesus. It's a signet ring. 
It is used to cast out demons, authority, in the name of Jesus. He will still give it to you. You get it. And the last one, feet. You still hear the gospel. Is the preparation of the gospel. You still know about the good, th good things of the gospel. And oftentimes, a lot of people have remained in these three categories. They are clothed well. They have been given authority. And they know the gospel. And they remain there. They never serve God. They never ever. And I've seen this in Greece, I for some for, for a while. And that is what I want to kill. Yes. Because oftentimes you see that people, you just see people driving flashy cars. They don't care about the lost. Yeah, they don't. Sometimes I call for evangelism. It is like, pastor is joking. Don't come. Even though he says don't come, he, he doesn't mean it. Don't come. So I come down and I see that people are not here. Sometimes I feel like, ah, am I lying? Or did I not say it well? Or they don't obey me when it comes to evangelism. But when I say, we have, we are eating. Oh. Yeah. And sometimes I don't get, I feel like when it comes to evangelism, pastor is lying. But when it comes to other things, oh yeah, it's true. Are you here with me? You understand what I'm saying? Bring forth the best robe, the father said. And put it on him. And put a ring on his hand. And shoes on his feet. Next verse. And bring either the fatted calf and kill it. And let us eat and be merry. Basically, that's what you get for being a Christian. You eat. You come back to eating and all those things. And you have joy. Let's go on. And for my... For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. Next verse. Now his elder son was in the field. He was where? If you have two sons, which one would you, would you, would you, would you trust with everything you have? The one who went to have enjoyment. Or the one who stayed at home to work with you. So don't think that God is a foolish father. You can just go off. Ah, then he'll be chasing you. He'll be chasing you with his blessings. No. At most, the sun will rise. The moon will also rise. It will be summer and there will be winter. It will be spring and there will be autumn. And one, no. It's, of, it's for everyone. But let's keep reading. And as he came... And drew nigh to the house. He heard music and dancing. Uh -huh. And he called one of the servants and asked, What is this thing? What does these things meant or whatever? And he said unto him, Thy brother is come, and thy father has killed the fatted calf because he received him safe and sound. Because he received him what? That is it. What is he? You are safe. You are sound. And one or no, there is no glory. There is no promotion. You are not running the Lord's errands. So there is no. In fact, let me tell you this: people who run away to go and make something meaningful for their lives, oftentimes there is no adventure in their lives. You know, when I talk about adventures, I'm talking about adventures of the spirit, adventures of conquerings in the realms of the spirit. Something comes up against you, you beat it. Another one comes, you slap it. Another one comes, you overcome it. There is nothing like that in their lives. I'm ending. Now look at it. And he was angry 
and would not go in. Therefore came his father out and entreated him. Notice, the first one, the father ran to him. This one to the father came out. But what the father said to both of them is different. First, the first one was lost. He has been found. But the second one, look at what happened. Next verse. And he answered and said, Lo, father, these many years do I serve thee. Neither transgressed I at any time thy commandment. And yet thou never givest me a kid that I may, I might make merry with my friends. And look at what the father said. But as soon as this thy son was come, which had devoured thy living with harlots. Let's just say, guy will know all information, you know. Back when you see rioters living, but guy will know cry info, no. Do you get it? This, he gave the real proper information. He went to see harlots. Thou hast killed for him the fatted cow. Uh -huh. And he said unto him, Son, thou art ever with me, and all that I have is thine. The scripture tells us something. He said, when we go to heaven, we will sit on thrones with God and judge. And I was asking, which one? The one who barely made it to heaven. Some people, they never receive Jesus on their sick bed, their dying bed. Yes, yes, I accept, I accept, I accept. They accept Jesus and they die. You want to go to heaven and sit on the same throne with Paul. <laughs> you, you, you want to go to heaven and sit on the same. When Paul is talking, you two, you want to talk. No, you think about it. Think about it. You, you, because, because you had the chance to enter heaven, now you want to talk. No, think about it. Yes, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. The, because, because you made it to heaven, we should give you a chance for you to talk. Hey, brother. <laughs> we should give you a chance. <laughs> when, <laughs> when Paul was arrested on the way to Damascus, did, did you read Paul's history? Did you read about him, his sufferings? He said, in prison, often. <laughs> in perils, often. Then he said, in shipwreck, three times. I know a man of God who has had plane crash like six times. <laughs> plane crash. Listen, I didn't say. <laughs> Some people can survive one car crash. One car crash, they can survive. Six plane crash. His name is Jesse Duplantis. He's a preacher. I'm asking, why should the Lord save you? The angels of protection, why should they be around you? Now, write this one down. The distinction between the first son and the second is that the one who left never had peace of mind. He left. We should give you a chance to come to heaven and talk nonsense. You never read the Bible. You barely got to heaven. We should give you the chance. Oh, Lord. I want to judge angels. Which angel? Which one? 
Because the Bible said that we will sit on thrones and judge angels. Now listen, there's another, another scripture that people have not seen. He says that, and when we go to heaven, by your works, he said, he will, he will say, thou good and faithful servant, he said, rule over these worlds. Oftentimes, people don't know why there are billions and billions of galaxies in this world. Billions and billions of planets in this world. There are some that are over one million times bigger than the earth or the sun. As we keep going. And he says that he will give us rulership over them. Oh yes. Where are you going to rule? You barely made it to heaven. We should give you a chance and come and talk. What are you going to talk about? My people, you are young. You are all young. Even me, I'm young. At 20, you must be ready. At 30, you must be ready. At 40, you must be ready. At 50, you must be ready. At 60, you must be ready. You are young. You can do something for God. So I'm here to tell you this morning, serve God. Serve God. It is better for you. Serve God. Serve God. Don't be about your own enjoyment, your pleasures. If you decide to be selfish, you remain at one place. But when you know that God promotes and you begin to serve him, he will promote you. Please rise up to your feet with me.